Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. You have made it all the way to episode 100, 149. Lucky, uh, lucky old 14. That's not a lucky number. I'm just making it up. Lucky 149. Michael, Michael, hello. How is you? How are you? How are you? Great, man. <laughs> Had a crazy, crazy work week. <clears throat> Started my days at 4.30 a.m., Jesus, are you a, finished are up? You at, a far farmer now? Are you a farmer? Finished up at six p.m. Some days. Um, you're not. A, you're not a farmer. I'm not a farmer. Okay. I usually wake up between four and five, though. I wake up around that time, not by choice. That's usually the time my cat decides it's time to wake me up. Oh yeah, yeah. That's cute. My dog doesn't do that. Sometimes, sometimes it's cute. Depends. Depends what kind of night I had. You know what I mean? Um, but here, yeah. episode 149. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, Last week, I think it was a bit more of like a, a cool, a casual, free-talking episode. I think I talked about my experiences in, in Buffalo um, with the fine folks at the Buffalo Red Bar group. That was a lot of fun. Um, but this week, this week, we are returning to one of our shining darlings. I think one of probably, one of the longer reoccurring, reoccurring, uh, segments we have here uh, on Two Broke Watch Knobs. Watch brands we know nothing about, right? This is probably one mm-hmm. of our most reoccurring episodes or segments. Yes. And I forget which which episode it is specifically or which part. Oh, I, I, I wrote it down. I fucking, I, I prepared, <laughs> Michael. All right. Uh, we are on episode 149. This is Watch Brands We Know Nothing About, part nine. Tracer watches. I think we did. We did. We bring up Tracer uh, in a previous episode as well, and we were just like, "Hey, we should we should talk about." I this. think we literally did that last week. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Here we are. Uh, Continuity, we, guys. All right. Keep keep our word. <laughs> but this is gonna be a lot of fun. Watch brand. Another thing about Tracer watches. It's a watch brand many of you probably have never heard of, but I can basically guarantee every one of you has talked about one thing that they've contributed um, to watches without realizing mm-hmm. it came from them. Is that like a correct statement to make you think? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay, let's do this. Um, should we tease some stuff about Tracer? Or should we, should, we, should we get on with the show? I think we have some pretty good momentum now. We can, we can get on with the show. Let's, let's... Are, you, are you playing with a clasp? I am playing with the clasp. I am playing. I do, that, I do that a lot too. Oh my god, I love it. I am playing with the claspity clasp. Let's do this. Let's honor tradition. One of the few traditions we have here on the two book watch knobs. Let's do. Let's do a goddamn audio wrist check. Michael, you want to do? A, do you want to do an, uh, an audio wrist check with me? Audio. Yeah. Let me. Um, okay. Are you drinking? Are you drinking coffee? I'm drinking water. Yeah. I'm trying to start my day with some water. The coffee's done. Drink your coffee no, fast. I do, yeah. There's no just, like foreplay. You're just like, bam, coffee drink. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If it's if it's not hot enough, this one wasn't really that hot. Oh, I see. Are you still using Are you still using the Nespresso? Nespresso. I use the Nespresso when I'm lazy, but okay. I st- I still like to use the um, Kalita when I'm taking my time. What is, what is Kalita? It's like a pour over thing. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Whatever happened to the Chemex? Oh, I broke the hell out of that thing. 
Yeah, it's kind of a bummer too because my wife gave that to me as like I, a Valentine's I Day gift. Remember this? It's all coming back to me now. Yeah, the Valentine's Day right before we got married. Yeah, that was a sad day. That sucks. When the Chemex broke, or when you guys got married, which was the sad day. Uh, <laughs> when the Chemex. You broke. should clarify because we got a lot of funny emails from people. Oh yeah, yeah we do. <laughs> Interested in our relationships, that's for sure. Telling you, man. But here, um, I'm talking way too much. You go first. I'm interested to hear what you're wearing. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing something that you gave me, Kaz. Is it? Is it the long time ago? Is it? Does it? Is it with? Is it the one with the with the snaps in the back, or is it? Is it the one with the lace? Which one is it? <clears throat> how far I do you? How wearing... far would you like to take this conceit? Because I'll take it all the way, man. You know, I actually don't even know the model name. <laughs> um, it's like BN. If, if, if it's what I'm thinking of, it's like BN0 or something like that. Really? I think. Let's, let's see. It is the uh, it is the Tiger Concepts. Oh, never mind. Oh, my God. You're wearing <gasps> you're wearing the Tiger. I thought you were wearing the Citizen. No, no. It's the Tiger Concepts 10160P copy of the uh the black bay 36 can we clarify that it's a shitty copy well hold on so, okay this this, this this is an interesting this, point of contention between the two of us i'm interrupting no. your wrist check i apologize share your thoughts on the tiger content back copy of the tutor bb 38 it was kind of it was kind of funny because I, I i pulled this out this morning yep. and um I thought to myself, you know what? I, I I still don't think this is that bad. I don't know if it's just Kaz being Kaz. So let me let me. I opened up your review, okay, and I kind of went went down your your major bullet points, <sighs> and you started with the case back. Like there's a gap between the case back and the case, mm -hmm. and I'm like, well, you can really observe that on on many watches that are, you know, properly QC'd and and all that stuff. And and I thought to myself, well, this isn't really much of a gap. And I think you mentioned being able to unscrew it just with your fingers. With my fingers, yeah. And I'm like, this guy's fucking eccentric. So then I, I, try, I try to do it, and it starts unscrewing. And I'm like, Holy yes, of crap. course, Michael. <laughs> what do you think? He's, you can just unscrew was, it with your fingers. I was really, really surprised and, and kind of disappointed because I was I was rooting for this thing, you know? Um, and then immediately, it was kind of funny, I took the case back off. And then I went up to went up to my wife and I was like, hey, honey, look, like you can actually like, like, look at this movement. Mm -hmm. And she thought she thought it was a sapphire case back. And she's like, oh, I love it when they put little <sighs> jewels like and she jabbing it with her fingers. She just she just like pokes. <laughs> she pokes the movement. And she's like, oh, there's nothing there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, honey. But, oh, no. It's it's a shame. Uh, it's a shame. The best part, the best part uh, of your review, though, is when you, like, verbatim pull the, uh, I guess their disclaimer for water resistance is like, <laughs> this watch is designed for five ATM. We do not warranty for water damage. Mm -hmm. Not recommended for swimming or diving. Well, I guess no shit if you're not even like screwing the case backs down. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, otherwise. It looks it, it's a good looking watch sure uh, um, the proportions the proportions are okay I think you had some issues with the bracelet I don't see those issues um, I, I've seen micro brands that are uh, generating a lot of buzz right now mm -hmm. that no joke have used this same exact copy of an oyster 
oyster bracelets. Oh, my, oh the, the, the little plates were falling off the side. The little plates? There are, so the ends of the... Oh, the fake rivets? Oh, oh, I see one now. Yeah. One fell off. Yeah, Michael. That was my problem with the bracelet. <laughs> well, in real time, you're you're seeing you're seeing me lose my argument with Kaz here. It's not an argument. We're both we're both sharing our experiences with the watch. I agree. What's, I think it looks great. I'm actually quite happy with how my photos of the watch came out. Um, I think they're super clean, and I think the watch does look great. But in terms of the wearing experience, it kind of fucked me up because I. I, I in a part of my brain now associates the wearing experience of the actual Tudor BB thirty eight, whatever the fuck it, whatever the fuck it is, now like with the experience of this Tiger concept, where I'm sure the actual oh, no, no. Tudor it's based off of wears way fucking nicer. No, no, go 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 try that thing on. That's yeah. that's that's a <clears throat> that's a fantastic watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is um, kind of in real time. You've you've seen me run through all of Kaz's major points. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame because uh, Tiger Concepts. Oh wait, I think I. Oh, here we go. I, I had like a lockup with the bracelet. Yeah. Uh, a link got stuck under the clasp. I wrote that too. Um, I think. Um, it's it's it, it looks really good. I love uh, the idea. I, I heard a Tiger. So I heard a Tiger Concepts the when I when I first started getting into watches, um, and I went to their website. I thought it was so cool because people on. Um, like forums, like Watch You Seek, like there's a whole thread I think on Watch You Seek, uh, dating back to like the fucking Mesozoic era of people talking about how great their Tiger Concepts um, watches. Like, oh, it only cost me forty five dollars, and I'm like, wow, this is like incredible. <laughs> like, I need to check this out, and I I deferred it, and I I, I you know I I gilded the lily, and I waited way too long, um, and then eventually you know came time you know like. We were obviously TVWS is doing really, really great. And I'm just like, hey man, what do you think of me buying one of these Tiger Concepts in for review? And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And so that was, you know, I finally, finally bought one, um, and I got it in. And it just, it, you know, I think the problem was I got what I paid for. I think I paid 130 yeah. bucks. It's one of the DG um, Asian, like, uh, like, like Chinese Miyota copies. I think it's the copy of like the A215 or the A205. I always confuse them. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and all that stuff. <clears throat> I only paid like 130 bucks for it for a hundred and thirty dollar watch. It's not that bad. Obviously, I could pay half of that and get like a really cool Seiko. But in terms of something that I would qualify as not a quote unquote large watch operation, I got what I paid for with 130 bucks. But all the hype around it made me feel like I was going to get something, you know, exponentially much higher quality than like oh you only pay 130 bucks but it's a it's like you know like thousands of dollars worth of quality here i don't i have no idea why that's like my default idiot voice if that's actually someone's voice and listen and listen to the show i am so fucking sorry oh man Ah, it makes me you know it makes me wonder about um alpha Remember that we guy that we ran into? Yeah, yeah, the old, uh, uh, was, the older gentleman in San Francisco. He was wearing one, right? That that watch felt much better than this watch. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe if you're if you're kind of curious about the <clears throat> the hierarchy of homage brands, uh, maybe Alpha is just like a, a scotch better than Tiger Concepts. We should so. get an Alpha. In. We should try to uh, try to 
get one. We should buy one. We should, we should buy a fucking alpha and just. I might. I might. Uh, I might do a midday watch swap. Kaz. Is that <laughs> after right? After this episode, after this episode is done, I'm not sure if I can go my whole Saturday wearing this. It's, it's is it is it getting is it getting that bad? There's a nice uh, there's a nice notice contrail on my desk right now. There so. you go. That's that's tis tis a fine better choice uh, than the tiger concept. <laughs> but we're now left with the question: What the fuck to do with the tiger concept? I'm not giving it away. Uh, it can kind of live here. I don't know. We mean live. What do you mean like a like a like it's, like like the ghost of Christmas past? Like how is it? How yeah, is it? Yeah, I mean I have I have no, no trouble holding on to it. Maybe maybe we should maybe we should tie it to like an M eighty. We can give it to uh, Terry and he can fucking run over with a tractor or whatever the fuck he does with watches. That guy does crazy <laughs> shit to his watches, dude. We'll Terry see. over at Toxic Natos. Maybe there maybe there are some takers uh, after this episode airs. Right. We'll Excuse me, I just burped. Fucking goddamn it! Fucking professional. We're still professional, Michael. But yeah, I, 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 um, I'm glad you're wearing it. It's really just to hear your thoughts um, on it. It really is a shame, you know. Yeah. I, you, you, uh, you like uh, John Mulaney, the comedian? By any chance? That, he has a joke about how, mm-hmm. how you're, how if you you try to talk through your burps, it's like a sign that you're just like getting older. You don't really care. <laughs> the name sounds so familiar. I probably, I probably know. I have to see, I have to see his face. But, uh, but yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Trying to talk through my burps, you know. Me, I know I'm getting older because everything I do causes a grunt. Yeah. <laughs> everything. I'm stirring my coffee. Ah, everything, dude. Everything I grunt. I unlock my phone. Ah, let me see here. Everything. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know if that's a guy thing or if both genders do that. But everything causes me to grunt. <sighs> you know, it's been a good morning so far. <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> oh man, I'm having a very good morning. Not compared to my night last night. Michael, do you want to talk about pulled pork sandwiches? We can talk about shitty local bands too. We can talk about shitty. Did you see a shitty, so I, did you see a shitty local band yesterday? Last night. Oh man, yeah. Oof, that was a good time. I feel we're we're gonna get get in trouble if we if we don't finish the wrist check. Oh, that's right. Watches. Uh, talk about watches. Shall I go? Chalet? Chalet? Go? Shall I go? Proceed. Proceed. I am wearing to the uh, ire and distaste. I assume of um, probably some people still. Uh, I'm wearing my Invicta Pro Diver. Um, nice. This thing is awesome. <laughs> so quality-wise, what's that compared to this Tiger concept? This thing is much stronger. Okay. In, in my, I, I was gonna say it's actually funny that you're that you're wearing um, the Tiger concept, and I'm wearing this watch because I think I did a side-by-side loom comparison between the two oh. in my. Um, in my review as well, I like the quality on the Invicta a lot more. You know, seventy-five bucks. I think I paid for it. NH thirty-five exhibition exhibition case back, so your wife can poke this thing all she fucking wants. And she's not gonna like yeah. smudge it up or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> In terms of what I paid for, I totally got what I paid for. Yeah, the bezel has a little bit of play. Yeah, it has the word fucking Invicta bukkake on the side of it, which I really need to try and figure out how to get off. Um, <laughs> But I'm happy with it, man. It wears so fucking well, and honestly, it's just nice. It's it's yeah. It's just a nice watch. 
um, to wear. I love the dimensions. This thing, because for the longest time, I was on what I called a sub-homage hunt. Like, I want to find a 40 millimeter like, sub-case homage that really just sparks joy and makes me happy. And I was trying to do that for a long time in the micro-brand world. Um, I think NTH slash Janus Trading for a while was doing a line of... Um, Subs with like snowflake hands. Remember like the like the Tudor snowflake hands, and then also they were doing some like ones with like the Mercedes hands. And there was a particular model that he had done, uh, the Santa Fe. I love that watch. Yeah, he's um, the Knockin was also another one. Yes, that's, kind of a- that's I think that's the one with the snowflake hands. Unless I'm not sure how it yeah. fucking works, but. Um, and so for and like I've always wanted to get one of those and like I think I tried one on at one of the windups and I'm like yeah it's cool but like I don't want to pay like four hundred bucks for this man. But these these knockins are six seventy five by the way. What? Yeah. Fuck my mouth. That's. I mean, if I'm paying six hundred bucks, I'm gonna get like a Raven Solitude. If I'm paying six hundred bucks in like the micro brand world, you know what I mean? I'm gonna get a Brew or I'm gonna get a Raven. Like that's that's me personally. Dude, six hundred bucks you'll buy several brews. Right? Actually, yeah, that's, that's a good point. John does a great yeah. job in terms of like we, pricing. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can talk. We can talk happy thoughts about brew watches all day. Um, so, the, so the Invicta, the Invicta, the Invicta. You still, you're still liking it? I love it, dude. It's so cool, man. Um, I'm still very surprised you never went for the two tone. Um, so there's a, was it because you wanted a little something a little more universal? I because the two tone's like a white whale for you. The the yeah, two tone, yeah, two tone uh, blue dial Rolex sub, the bluesy, as I guess it's called. <laughs> I'm not calling it that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great set. I think it's a set to the entertainer joke where he's just like, um, he's talking about this guy in his neighborhood, or he's talking about how sometimes people people have weird nicknames, and the nicknames are so weird that you can't like yell it. And he was like, he's like, oh, I know someone that's named like Delicious, and it's like, I can't yell Delicious. They're like, yo, Delicious, like across the street, like that's fucking, that's weird. I'm not calling the watch the bluesy. I don't know why. I just can't. I just, I have that moment. I Delicious. I have one of those moments in my head every time I call the watch the bluesy. But yeah, that watch for me is a white whale that I'll yeah. never get. I'm never going to own that watch, uh, and that's fine. Um, an acquirable. Uh, easily acquirable. The I'm trying to think of a way to a watch that's much more accessible to me and that I'm going to get, hopefully, hopefully soon, is that Omega Seamaster um, 2451.80. But uh, the, to answer your question, the reason I didn't get the two-tone version of this is because there's a two-tone version of the Invicta Pro Diver. Blue with the gold and the, the steel. Fake, fake. It's like plated gold, I think. I think they plated with like gum wrappers. Um, yeah. There's a version of that with a fucking Mickey Mouse on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I, think <clears throat> I want to get that one, dude. That would be like, that would be my jam. So hard. But the dumb thing that I'm struggling with is, oh, I don't know if I want two Pro Divers in my collection. I don't have repeats. The only repeat I have are Vosak Amphibias, and those are vintage ones. They're not really repeats. They're all kind of different. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So if I were to get the Pro Diver two-tone with the Mickey uh, blue dial, I would have to get rid of... I feel like I'd be compelled to get rid of this Pro Diver, and I don't really want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think they're different enough that you can. I can get away you know, with it. 
Yeah. Maybe Who I'll, cares? Maybe I'll there are no it. rules. No fucking rules. No rules, man. <laughs> let me let me go on Amazon. They're like eighty three bucks the last time I checked. The Mickey one? Oh no no no! Not the Mickey. The, I was just thinking of the regular, uh, blue and gold. Let me see. Ba, 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 ba. There's one with the How, big Mickey. Oh, here's one with the small Mickey. Eighty eight bucks. How's the movement doing? The the NH that, that's in there. Uh, we'll tell you now. It looks fine. It's keeping fine time. The winding action isn't super smooth. I'm also not expecting expecting them to like ultra service and QA these movements. You know. Yeah. Um, but I think it's fine. I think this is still probably the best watch price wise you can get with an NH35 movement in here. Dude, cool. Under a hundred bucks. And you're in. You know? Hey, do you think we should have, like, fancy jazz music playing behind these episodes the whole time? Are you asking that because you can hear the church bells in the background? I can hear the church bells, and I just thought to myself, what <laughs> like, what if, we, what if we have background, like, jazzy music? Maybe we can finally get invited to, to Basel for free. I don't know if I want to go. I mean, we can let it, let's, let's definitely talk about Basel after the bomb, it's, the it's bomb part, show. It, Oh yeah, I guess I guess it's it's yeah it's one of our topics for today. The church bells go off. Um, it's charming. At, I like it. They go off at noon and six p.m. It's very cute, but it, it's like five minutes long. <laughs> Do you have four minutes left? Yeah, it, 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 it's not even like a distinguishable song. I thought I thought it was gonna be like like a like a. Like a like a tune I would know and I could hum as I snap my fingers, but it's just uh, like it it's the same sort of noise as if you put thirteen pots and pans in the ground of your kitchen and gave your toddler two sticks from outside and it just fucking hit all the pots and pans. <laughs> but your toddler was trapped in molasses, so it's very slow. You know what I mean? Oh boy. Tell you, man. You know? So I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're still liking that thing. Oh yeah, um, I just think this thing is. And great. that you survived all of the all of the heat for uh, for posting stuff on that one. It's quite. It's quite quite polarizing. I'm getting ready to do a shot of it um, again. I um, might do something today or get a shot ready to post for uh, for next week as well. You know. But here, mm-hmm. let's do this, dude. Let's talk about the Basel news. Basel 2020 news. You want to talk about Basel 2020 news? Yeah, that I mean that was pretty surprising. I think what um, what I shared in the Slack group was a watches by SJX article. Yep, they they might have um, they might have been one one of the first to hear it, uh, or or post about it. Um, but yep, uh, Basel has lost Seiko, at least for twenty twenty. It seems uncertain if they'll they'll be returning. Um, I don't think they're going to return later on. I don't. I love Seiko's reasoning. Did you read Seiko's reasoning is, oh, we're not going to Basel this year because the timing doesn't line up with, like, I think our releases, I think they said, right? I, yeah, I, I think it's a little snarkier than that. You see, in the live stream with Greg, you mentioned that, you know, most brands would, you know, in theory, adjust their releases to, to Ex- match up exactly. with Basel. But Seiko's, Seiko's just like, no, we're not doing that. But what, but to <laughs> me, they the excuse of, like, oh... We're just not going to bottle 2020 because it doesn't line up with the releases. It's the same reasoning as, oh, uh, I can't go out to dinner with you because I'm, I'm washing my hair that night. You know what yeah. I mean? 
it, to me it's the it's the same uh like it's the, it's the same thing i'm washing my hair every night i can't go out and and it's odd because you know ever since we started this we've always tried to like draw up a business case for going there it's incredibly expensive it's very it's a very inconvenient process yes um there's a lot of risk involved with with going to basel and like I, I think I think this was the year that one of the Time and Tide guys had like a ton of his watches like seized by customs. So it's not like it's Time and not, Tide or Fratello, I think. Oh, Fratello, yeah, yeah, it was Fratello. Yeah. So like, it's not like it doesn't <clears throat> seem like a super pleasant trip. Uh, I mean, I've I've never been, um, you know, and, and as as brands continue to to separate from from the organization, you really have to wonder. Uh, what the business case is for websites and podcasts and like YouTuber c- content creators. Like what is the point really? Um, you know, you could argue that you're going to get a ton of content that will last you the whole year. Um, but dude, at, at what cost, man? I just, I, I don't know. I think the the big lunge in terms of, for, for, from a journalism point of view, which is how you and I are talking about this right now, it's to be the first. You know what I mean? To be the I first guess. to post about X, Y, Z or to have more exclusive interviews, you know, X, Y, Z or something like that. There's yeah. a certain sense of like editorial, like, like, like dong hanging. I think that's there. Um, and it, it, the thing is, after that, there's not really any point from a journalistic point of view. And there's not really any point from a, a brand point of view. The money you spend going to Basel, so, okay, so my interpretation has always been that Basel is one of those things where it's like, hey, it's basically a catalog show. We're showing you what this year's lineup is going to be. And, yeah. like, if you're an AD or you're, uh, you know, a boutique leader for our brand, you come here and get all these learnings. And then over time, it just seems like now it's just something that the internet has started taking part in. So we don't have to go to ADs or boutiques to learn about new releases. We on the internet learn about it from the watch journalist however the watch journalist can just communicate with the brands without basel yeah you know and seiko and seiko knows this also like not not only that but also the the cost associated with with the show as an exhibitor uh it's like which, two million bucks i think for like like, like a good spot quote unquote right dude, I, I i don't know but seiko for example is one of those brands that probably has a very huge booth yeah. and like greg mentioned like that's not that's not exactly the kind of stuff that's logistically like easy to handle yeah um so <clears throat> i guess they're doing i guess they're doing something um the grand seiko summit march yeah. 2020 on their home on their home turf with and march yeah march 2020 line uh, so yeah that would line up with the older basel dates mm-hmm. um i can't remember if it was like late march or early april or something i and this also makes me think about like um, the merging of SIHH and Basel World. Mm. I think it's like they're either like taking place at the same time or like the following week. Yeah. Because um, that that was also a big draw for for the shows. You know, you you get like super kind of exclusive stuff. Not everyone was invited to SIHH, um, and then you and then you would do Basel. But that's kind of just one big hodgepodge of brands. Um, you know trying to trying to stay warm together it's my version <laughs> of what i used to call uh during my grad school days ghetto cooking so ghetto cooking for me was if it was edible and i could put it in my pot it was going in the pot 
Yeah. I'm co- I, I've made some terrible tasting things that sustained me because everything just goes in the pot. All the brands go in the pot. It doesn't matter. SIHH, Basel. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna get through this together. Everything goes in the pot. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Seiko. Um, well, here's and, an interesting. Just, oh, sorry. No, no, you go, go ahead. Grand Seiko Summit, March 2020. A couple things that I, I immediately kind of like that immediately jumped out to me. That's pretty fucking soon. Like, you know what I mean? So what they if were, they were ready for this? They were. Well, they were. They they've been obviously ready for this, but I wonder, um, are watch journalism like journalist outlets? Are they going to go to this thing, or is Seiko going to be like? doing it you know invite only and they're just piping information out or have they already been in contact with certain like certain like watch journalism outlets that they want to be there obviously two broke watch snobs is not going to be there because no one likes us which is fine um so i'm curious on that coverage and the other thing that i've noticed it's the grand seiko summit i don't think there's going to be any prospects or non-grand seiko shit that's going to be there seiko's already not like um very public about their regular releases like you'll see you'll just show up on the website one day and there's like four new prospects divers that no one's ever heard but of. but last but last basel they they released some prospect stuff and then like the new sumo and, and the, the, oh, sorry. I, I just i don't think that was very public it, it wasn't I it see. wasn't as it wasn't as public as say like you know teasing the grand seiko stuff in vegas <sighs> for example and then like coming full circle the next year with like even more releases right the, the public the public eye uh, focus for um them right now is, is certainly grand seiko they're kind of becoming um hmm. one of those really exclusive japanese luxury brands like if you think of visvim or something or like some of the right. super high-end japanese denim companies uh, I, I kind of feel like that's grand seiko's approach now because you can buy them on rodeo drive (laughs) you know that wasn't that wasn't a thing um you know three years ago yeah good point that's totally fair but where are we going to learn about our eight thousand dollar prospects dude prospects however you say it you gotta wait for you gotta wait for uh random rob to make a video you gotta wait for random rob Dude, to make a video he's yeah. he's my breaking news source for sake so good I'm like i see like a ton of stuff on his channel I'm like oh, i didn't even know this existed so, so good. you the man rob that's uh that's it i mean i i um you know we'll, we'll see who co- who continues to to drop out um someone on the live stream asked a great question who's who's left so um obviously stuff like tutor uh rolex um Patek and Rolex are holding up the show. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't remember that. Yeah, you know, so like though that that type of shit, you know, is still there. But no swatch. Uh, no, didn't Brightling pull out? Brightling pulled out. Yeah. Um, no Seiko now. Citizen, I guess if you're talking about non-Swiss brands, um, Citizen, as far as Citizen I know, is, is Citizen still is still there. Which means Frederic Constant will be there. Yeah. Um, that's a good yeah, point. I mean. Slim Pickens, man. Yeah. I, I mean, there's still there's still people there, but like a lot of the stuff that I guess the TBWS family would be interested in, not really going to be there. Yeah. Someone else also asked about Doxa. Doxa does historically exhibit at at Basel World, so they'll they'll be there. Too. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> I think we should call it now. I don't think we should ever go to Basel. Yeah, I, I have no problem. I have no problem with that ever, actually. You know you know where we should go? Uh, Germany. 
Uh, well, yes, yes, uh, G- Germany or Japan. Yeah, I, I would, I would absolutely. We need love to that. figure out the big TBWS trip for 2020. Japan is one option, or I'm open to this, dude. TBWS road trip. I saw, I saw you mention that. I mean, um, yeah, we'd have to figure, we'd have to figure out how to do the road trip Choose. so that we don't, so that we don't starve. I think we'll be okay, you know. Choose uh, choose a handful of cities, and then uh, over the course of however many weeks, and just you know, go and hang out with people. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, a lot of lot of possibility for twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. But like not, but like cities, cities that are super off people's radars, like Chanute. <laughs> Where is Chanute? Mo- Mobile. Mobile Chanute. Uh, where else? What are some great out out and about towns? We'll figure this we're gonna, out. We're gonna end up insulting someone. <laughs> I'm not insulting someone by saying their town is out and about. Yeah. Uh, I guess it depends. But here, um, yeah, Seiko pulling out of Basel, crazy, crazy, crazy. I'm interested to see uh what the dissemination from of news will be from the Grand Seiko Summit in March 2020 is it going to be super closed off and we'll hear stuff directly from Seiko <clears throat> eventually or are some of the larger like watch outlets you know do they already have shit in the works and they're going to be there and they'll be covering all this stuff you know i think if there's a a site that sells Grand Seiko you might get the news from them first hmm. i wonder if there <laughs> is assume that that they'd be invited um, if only a site yeah. like that existed. Only yeah. <laughs> I'm just being a dick <laughs> now. But here, let's uh, let's do this um, before we get to the main topic. Watch brands we know nothing about. Part nine, Tracer watches with an S. I keep fucking that up when I write it down. Um, talk about some website news. Twobrokewatchknobs.com. A lot of fucking awesome stuff. We have a super super early review. I think we're one of the first to put a review out of the Christopher Ward C65 Dartmouth. 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 I'm sorry. Um, the first time. The first time I've seen a Christopher Ward with symmetry. It's quite a handsome fucking watch. Yeah. I'm very it's surprised. Total 180 from that Apex Legend skeletonized thing. That Greg Bedrosian photographed at Windup. Did you see that thing? This is very ugly watch. Quite. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Christopher. I keep forgetting he's an actual person. <laughs> he is. He's yeah. An I keep. Person. I keep thinking Christopher Ward is like um, Daniel Wellington. It's Daniel just like, Wellington. Just like a name. No, you know what I mean? Him. He's a guy. He's a guy. Yeah. But yeah, this uh, CC5, our very own aggressive timing habits, did a really, really fine write-up. Um, I love the titles uh, he uh, he put in there too. It's it's a really really fun read. In addition to that, at the time of you reading this, um, uh, our very own again, these are all our very own. We have an excellent like 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 team of contributors. Uh, Baird has put together a really cool write up on basically reviewing his buddy's Mudmaster, uh, G-Shock Mudmaster that he's had for years, and he's got great photos. This thing has wear and tear. It's not like a pristine box version that someone sent him to review. Like, this is his personal buddies. He went mountain biking with it. It's all fucked up. He shares really great insight uh, about the watch. Um, it's just fun because it's also like a story. A lot of the times, like when I'm doing watch reviews, I try and craft a narrative around it, but it ends up just kind of me saying, you know, 
Like, just like reviewing in a vacuum almost. Like, oh, the watch is this, and when it does this, I like this, and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But uh, the yeah. the way he had done that, it's a really, really cool read. And this Mudmaster's been through some shit, man. Um, <laughs> in addition to that, uh, I believe... I don't think I mentioned that last time. Greg Bedrosian has a review of the Nazumi John Player Special Limited Edition on the site. Really cool, very fun. It's like it feels it feels very like retro throwbacky because it's all it's all gold. <laughs> I can I can never get behind that brand. Nazumi, yeah. It's 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 um it's it's like a it's like a car enthusiast thing. We're not really car enthusiasts. Yeah, I think it's so auto inspired. Yeah, but like but like kind of heavy hand. Like Autodromo is the same way. But something I, I don't know. Maybe Autodromo is a little more subtle. The, I would define Autodromo as automobile design inspired, whereas Nizumi is automobile inspired. If that makes sense. Okay. I see what you mean. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's my take. Um, what else is coming on this site? We have a really cool review um, from Jason Jason Tricoli of the SRAX055. I think it's the baby the baby snowflake. Or whatever the fuck they call it now. That's a very snazzy watch. Yeah, super popular. Yeah, I think. Very excited to see that. Uh, Also, I think that also falls into into Mm. the last breed of Seiko watches that you can get for under a thousand bucks. That kills it. Yeah, yeah, that thing is on my back. Super fucking cool. Also, two really cool German pieces, both from Ickler, Ickler case manufacturers, Ickler watches. Um, There are, I think, there's a handful, or I think two or three watch brands that exist under Ickler. The one that we all know is Archimede. We have a review of the Archimede Sports Toucher. Not sure if I'm saying that right. Coming in from our very own, uh, I believe it's Mark Signorelli. I'm sorry if I'm fucking that up. Uh, And then I will be reviewing the Limes Endurance GMT that is on its way to me um, as well. I'm fucking, I'm giddy. I'm super excited to spend time with this Mm -hmm. watch. I don't know why. You know what I mean? Limes is a brand we don't really, okay, so I'm saying Limes. It looks like (laughs) limes. All right. The word looks like limes. L-I-M-A-S. Yes. But I'm fairly certain to pronounce Limes or Limes. Yeah, we should maybe figure that out. Yeah, and not on air in front of thousands and thousands of people. Hey, you, you check tracking on the watch. It is no longer on its way. It to has you. been recalled. Oh, <laughs> it was oh, over delivery until the sender recalled it. <laughs> that would be man. That would be historic. That would be great. I, would actually, I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> wow, they, this they, actually happened to us. They rage quit their review because I didn't know how to say Limez. <laughs> Lemizrab. Sorry. That um, is. I, I. I look at that watch. Um, I'm eager to see your thoughts on the endurance GMT, the Limez, the Limes. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Um, what are your thoughts? You sound hesitant. No, I'm not sure how much I like that, the look of it, but maybe it's just the photos. The photos are very stock. They're not good photos, which is why we're getting it, because we're going to take fucking awesome photos of that watch. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll hold judgment. Let me, let me take another. Remember our experience of photographing those Archimedes at San Francisco, uh, I wind up SF? Oh my God, yeah. So wait a minute, this, maybe you can explain, Mm -hmm. does this also falls under the Eclair family? Yes. Interesting. I had no clue. Yeah, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, we are hung- you getting the one that's like a a, a hubcap in size? You're, oh, the endurance. Endurance GMT. I think it's 41 or 42 millimeters. And then there's oh, the bigger one was an an older one. I suppose yes. So they put the size down. Okay, cool. What what color are you getting? I'm getting the black one on bracelet with the rubber strap. 
Very nice. I'm very excited. I'm super, super stoked. So yeah, keep an eye out. Really great stuff coming on the site. Um, TwoBookWatchKnobs.com. Uh, here, let's do this. Let's talk about Tracer watches. <laughs> Forty minutes into the show. <laughs> it's all right, man. This is this is the this is the normal kind of. This is when the this is when the headliner comes on. That's fine. <laughs> that's a, that's actually a really good point. That's the, this is the headliner. You heard the opening bands, just like I did last night. Were your was your band experience really that bad yesterday? Uh, was it like My Chemical Romance live bad? You know, it kind of it kind of reminded me about um, watch collecting in a weird way. So okay, I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw a band I saw a band last night that was maybe like they were more concerned with being gear obsessive than like good live musicians huh okay so so Pretty like common unfortunately so i know but this is, you're playing in a room that's like set up for maybe like 100 people yeah 100 is pushing it dude uh, their website says 200 my, my <laughs> if we break the fire code we can get 200 people in here dude the guitarist and the bass player both had 200 watt heads running through like 215 and 4x12 cabinets. It's just like, and you got like a girl singer that you can't hear. It just it gets me. Oh, the the drummer had the fucking acrylic John Bonham drum set. Acrylic <laughs> drums are like way louder than. Uh, so it kind of it kind of reminded me like these these guys are so like probably so gear obsessed that they're more concerned with like looking really cool than sounding good. Sure. Um, I don't know. It just makes me think about like buying watches for the sake of just like, I don't know, having a collection that looks cool. Collection that so. looks cool or you're a wealth enthusiast, which is fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's actually, I think, I think you could do that with a lot of collecting niches, which had a root in functionality, you know? Thank God. Thank God we had earplugs, man. Did you really put earplugs <laughs> in? Oh yeah, my wife and I we go to shows with with earplugs. That's fucking yeah. awesome. It's it's enough is enough, man. <laughs> I did I did my time touring without earplugs. What kind of band was it? It was kind of like a sludge. You're <laughs> really selling like, it. I'm listening. I mean, I like sludge is like a genre that people say. I mean, um, I think I'm following. It was kind of like Young Widows meets Converge meets like isis i don't know it was and they had a girl singer so it's hard hard to pin it was just loud it was just loud and i was ready to go home and be in bed with a nice cup of tea there you go <laughs> oh I, I think i'll go to the front i've been old for that i'm 32 hey good for you man <laughs> what was that from again it crowd oh gosh yeah. <laughs> i'm 32 i'm 32 I'm literally 32 <laughs> for another, I guess, few weeks. I just turned 32. There you go. That's right. How cool mm. is that? So Tracer. Now, now it's the headliner. I guess we can talk about fucking watches. Yes, Tracer. This is actually I got really... Some, I got some more funny stories about that show we can chat after. Excellent. <laughs> um, let's, let's do this. Why don't you tell people what Tracer is probably most known for? Like the most influential thing that they have done for watches that you've interacted with and that you probably don't realize Tracer is the reason for? Uh, MB Microtech. So the parent or the parent company of Tracer, Tracer is actually run by MB Microtech. Yep. 
and they're a company that produces and they have the wherewithal to make those um, tritium gas tubes and filling tiny little tubes with radioactive gas sounds like a pretty specialized area of manufacturing <laughs> so if you're um you know to my knowledge i uh, i think they're still like the people to go to if you want tritium gas tubes on your watch so we see that in tracer watches and very famously in marathon watches yeah um so i i think that's kind of like the the biggest biggest name you'll see these tritium gas to oh and ball ball watches as well yes 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 so i think i think if you consider um companies like ball and um marathon these these are brands that are working in partnership with mb microtech to have this technology um in their watches now it makes me it makes me wonder like these these are pretty big names marathon you have the military contracts the police contracts Mm. um you know, Ball, I'm sure, has crazy partnerships, Kiss or whatever. Um, you think you think we'll ever see like a, a micro, you know, using like if Notice came out with a watch with Tritium Gas, like what does that take? You know, I don't or know. Raven. The thing imagine, is, you... imagine a Trekker with Tritium Gas tubes. Oof. Make my knees <laughs> make my knees go weak. Clutch my pearls in a good way. Um, I think it would take some sort of relationship between where they're already having watches made yeah and you know where tracer is supplying a lot of these things um you know from i don't know where tracers like i know where they say their base of operations is but i don't know where they're actually like making these tubes if you could figure out so i don't think it's switzerland really they make them in switzerland Mm -hmm. okay so i know some micro brands have um swiss like manufacturing uh, so if there was ever an opportunity, it would be a microbrand that did that, that had, you know, you know, uh, Swiss fulfillment on their microbrand watches. However, I think that's becoming less and less these days because it's just too expensive. Yeah, it's pretty expensive, you know, but that's that's how you do it. It's not like an issue. It's not like a question of like, oh, how much do I pay or who do I have to call? It's the, 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 the on the ground logistics have to exist first. You know, you have to actually be able to get. <laughs> The tubes to wherever the watch is being manufactured and have it not be a fucking Herculean feat, you know? This is crazy. I I, I just kind of stumbled on I, I didn't have... I, I didn't, like, look for any of this in Wikipedia uh, before starting, but there's there's a pretty, um, like, brief article on MB Microtech, and I guess the company history goes back to 1918. Um, so... The production of luminous colors was supplied mainly to Swiss watchmaking industries and even to renowned scientists such as Marie Curie. So I guess I guess maybe when they were getting their start experimenting with uh, tritium gas, they were also probably like like in the research sector at the time, like yeah. supplying things to Marie Curie. Well, I mean, that? that's... Um, She's kind of like the the mother of like modern day radiology. Like she's oh. um, she's a pretty famous um, scientist that for her for her uh, discoveries in um, you know just radiation and that's crazy and medical applications. So. Yeah. Where did you see this? MBMicroTech.com. 
No, this is just this is a very small uh, Wikipedia article. Oh, copy that. Because because if you go on the MB uh, or if you go on the Tracer site, you know you'll see that the they'll say that everything started in 1968 with like the first contract in 1969. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the company itself was established in 1918. Wow, that's heavy. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, that's so and for maybe people don't really know like the uh the importance of this. Um so with the tritium gas tubes, if you compare that to say like Seiko's Lumabrite, which is pretty like beefy loom. Yeah. Um you know, there's there's a charging phase for the the Lumabrite whereas with the gas tubes, they're constantly glowing. So one of the things I miss the most about my marathon um you know is the fact that you're just like you're you can be in varying degrees of light throughout your day but you'll still look at your wrist and there's like something glowing it's really really cool um like the two like the gas inside the tubes is causing like i guess like an exo earth endothermic reaction and it's always creating its own light whereas yeah um, you know seiko loom or super luminova it has to charge externally from like uv light essentially yeah and there's um you know i'm not really sure about the lifespan of these uh tubes but it's pretty pretty hefty like they're they're like 100 years or something like that yeah i'm sure it has to do something with like the the half-life or tritium and yeah um you know things that i'm not qualified to speak on but (laughs) if you're um you know, I guess if you you can argue, we're we're really going to stretch things here. But if you're like a Navy SEAL deploying, um, you know, in the darkness of of night, <laughs> or if you've been like sleeping in a hole for like ten days, like waiting to like snipe a dude, um, you know, and you've gotten like no charge <laughs> to your watch, <laughs> your tubes will be glowing, I suppose. <laughs> you can still uh, know, tell man. what time it is. You can still tell what tell what time it is before you blow that guy's brains out um yeah i I don't know it's uh seems to attract that's actually a reminder to me happy veterans day happy veterans (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you for stocking that dude in a hole for Uh, oh my god it's veterans day in the u.s when this show gets out we really have to do a better job of knowing when these fucking shows go out did I tell you? Did I tell you about that thing that I watched um, with like the Green Beret training, where they just make them roll in a pit? What, why? Like a pit of what? Despair? I, I don't know. It's like something that Green Berets do when they train. They stick them all in a mud pit, and you okay. have to roll around. You just have to roll, and a pair, like they wake you up at like three a.m. to do that, and they make you do it for like I don't know ten hours or something. Oh my and god. And so you just end up you end up puking, but there's no puking in the pit. So like if you if you puke in the pit, you have to like stand up and run to the pit perimeter and puke. Or you're like tripping over other guys when this is happening. And um or if you puke in the pit, you have to scoop it up with your hands and eat your puke with the dirt. Like that's the rule. Michael, why do you if watch you- these things? <laughs> You watch horrible things. I tried yeah. watching that Chernobyl show you told me about. Fucking horrible. Like those. Those are. <laughs> Awful. I, I just. I. 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 I'm curious about the the training that that um you know these these military 
branches implement and that's that's one thing that green berets do and then the special the, this guy like totally fainted and um i think the medic was like taking him away and the, that's my dog dog in the back of a truck and the guy's like you know how, how, are, you, how are you feeling right now he's like he's like hash browns like that was the guy's what? answer he's like how long have you been here hash browns like the guy had completely snapped and lost totally his totally scrambled his brain man yeah but there's i, I don't know if the green again uh, happy veterans day just want to put that out there <laughs> thank you for rolling in a pit if you if that was part of your training. fucking horrible jeez why can't we just get along as a planet man <laughs> why do we need war you don't understand Hold on, my um what were we talking about tritium <laughs> We're talking about tritium and how if if you were like if you're sitting in a pit, <laughs> yes, that's right. And you you need to you need to monitor the exact second when you have to like snipe that dude. You're gonna be able to see it because you've gotten no charge from sunlight, but your tritium gas tubes are glowing, which could give away your position. So maybe I'm just full of shit. <laughs> I don't know. Trigger light. Trigger light provides a unique technology, a maintenance-free highly compact system with a constant luminosity that requires no external power or energy source. These tritium tubes are pretty cool. So basically, is it one of those things where any watch that has tritium tubes has most likely gotten them from, uh, what the fuck's to play? MB Microtech slash Tracer watches. Yeah, to my knowledge, there is not another manufacturer. Well, here's here's the cool thing. So I, I guess it's cool they make these tritium tubes there's some watches that you've heard of that you can get them. I don't think many people, I guess, are aware of Tracer watches themselves where they actually use their own um, tritium tube technology. Tracer watch itself has a U.S. military history, right? Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I don't really know where they were um, kind of issued or... Uh, oh, okay. So just, it's just a military history. Yeah, yeah. So at least that's that's according to their site in 1969. I think they they got some kind of contract. Might have been with the army or somebody else. But mm-hmm. uh, I believe they're, you know, this is something that you can get uh, if you're if you're serving in the military, much like marathon, probably. Looking at the tracer site right now, I have a question. You know, on the homepage, the scrolling carousel. Let's see. Let me let's let's look together. Let's look together. I need to get your ideas on this. Tracer watches home. Can you click on the third dot on the homepage carousel? I still have the little loading clock. God sakes, Tracer. Oh, because I have to allow cookies. Yes. Track my every move. <laughs> um click click the third dot in the carousel. You know the third thing that scrolls? Tracer, the original since 1989? Uh, I don't get dots. Before before that. Before that one. Functional watches for smart people? The fuck does that mean? I think you're an idiot if you don't buy a Tracer. (laughs) If you don't like Tracer, fuck you. (laughs) I think that's basically what... That's... That's a compelling tagline. That's basically Tracer Watch. If you don't like Tracer, fuck you. It says Tracer <laughs> functional watches for smart people. So, yes, I guess if you don't buy a Tracer, you are a fucking idiot. You're an idiot. I want to speak to their copywriter. 
<laughs> um, I've been on this site looking at stuff. It's pretty interesting. There's a shit ton of Tracer watches. I did not realize initially until we started doing this how many different models there are. And I think they're all quartz. I believe. Well, I think some are automatic. Like the oh, one really? that came out in 2017 okay. that they emailed us about that I was telling you. Oh, okay. The P68 Pathfinder, I think it is. Let me see. Mm -hmm. This one might be automatic. So it was the U.S. Army. Oh, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And it looks like um, the one that was issued actually looks a lot like my um, like the Marathon I used to have. Really? So it's got a 12-hour 12 12-hour <clears throat> rotating bezel. It's completely like... It's a full resin case, or at least looks like a black resin case. That's awesome. Uh, and you can find photos with the um, with the mil spec engravings on the on the case back. So I have I have a tracer here. Is the P sixty six automatic pro, eight hundred ninety five Swiss francs. Um, it just says Swiss made automatic, and mm. forty five millimeters. Yes, that was another thing that I was going to bring up. Um, they're all quite large, with the exception of, I think they call it the Officer, which reminds me of like the G10 CWC field watches. Let me see these here. So the, uh, let's see, all watches. All watches. I, th I think they call it the Officer. Let me see. You know, for the guys and gals with desk jobs. Loading. God, this fucking clock. That's a pretty um, loading time. They should look into some new hosting solutions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Tactical mission, Pathfinder, Outdoor Pioneer, Classic. Oh yeah, the Officer Pro. Officer Pro. Here we go. Maybe these are still big. It looked large. The colors are really cool. I like that gunmetal blue on the black case with the nylon strap. That's cool. It's pretty, pretty snazzy. That's pretty cool, actually. A lot of these seem to be... I, I, I guess this might be one of the reasons why I've never really clicked with some of these designs. I guess they're all, like, sporty. Yeah. Oh, it you looks know? like 42 millimeters is the smallest watch that they make. 42 millimeters, <laughs> 395 Swiss francs, Swiss-made quats, PVD-coated... 10 the, ATM. The classic is a little fancier. It's like the officer, but it doesn't have a. What is it? Called? Yeah, P59 classic. And they have. Oh, whoa. Are you, look at the P59 Aurora GMT blue. Oh, Lord. That is. Let me see here. Tracer 1, Savannah Go to the P59 series in the All Watches page, and then down, there's a P59 Aurora, Aurora GMT, GMT Blue. Okay, it's loading. 475 Swiss francs, oh. 42. That, that's spicy. I'm catching I, what you're throwing down. This is a nice-looking watch, actually. Shit. Yeah. Holy hell. I'd buy this This is the watch. first time in my life that I see this. How did I not know about this? I don't know. Uh, so, 42 millimeters, Swiss-made quartz. I love the GMT hand, but the 24-hour scale on the like interior pipe, uh, interior part, but just outside that interior scale, the, those are like additional hashes, I guess. 
Oh, those are the hour hashes. For the 24... Dude, this thing is fun. Yeah. Let's buy one. That's a... That's a really good kind of... <clears throat> value proposition. Long here. Island Watch sells Tracer. Yeah. I had yeah, no idea. I think I think he's he's the guy for these. Just just like Marathon. You're the man, Mark. Okay, let me see these photos here. Wow. Wow. So it's interesting. Um I like the crown. The crown has this sort of like uh knurling on it. The case itself doesn't seem too crazy. It seems pretty straightforward. Actually kind of reminds me of like um an SNK eight zero X case. Yeah, it looks like the whole thing is brushed too. Like yes. the bracelet, the case, everything is brushed. But this dial, this dial mm -hmm. is out of control, dude. The one thing, and I hate, I really hate to be that guy. The one thing that I really kind of, well, I guess it's a lesser of two evils, the date window. The date window is right. cutting into the interior uh, scale. Yeah. However, there really isn't another place for it that wouldn't be fucking terrible. Yeah. I gotcha. So this this thing this thing this thing glows. This thing must glow. It glows like crazy. You use that little button on the side of the the page, you can turn the whole page black. And then you can see all the watches glow. What what button? Oh. <laughs> Whoa, cool. <laughs> I feel like my dad right now. What button? Who's talking? That's not Technology. how my dad talks. Um this thing is cool. <laughs> this is a this is a great dad watch, by the way. I guess, I guess it. I, my dad would never wear this watch, but I can see someone's dad wearing it. Yeah. This thing is cool, man. Dude, we should try and fucking get this in. Yeah, this is this is fantastic. People at home, you have to see this watch. <laughs> yeah. I I've never seen I, I've never seen anyone review this. No. That now this this has turned less a like an episode about Tracer and more like Kaz and Mike find a cool watch they really like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm I'm no complaints with that, but dude, like this dude, this is something that tr if Tracer put this out there, dude, people would fucking stomp their dogs to death for this thing. This thing is incredible. Yeah, you know, Fuck. I dig it. <clears throat> so pretty good. Um, I guess the P fifty nine series is the fanciest looking series. Like the cases are actually like brushed stainless steel. Yeah, everything else kind of looks like resin, which is part of that you know military look. Yeah, tactical um, adventure, active lifestyle. The P fifty nine class. Oh, sorry. I I think Tracer is also kind of an alternative to Luminox. That brand isn't it like the Navy Navy watch. Yeah, they, they they have like Navy SEAL watches. Actually, does Luminox use those uh, tubes? That'd be funny. Dude, there's a P59 Aurora GMT in blue on a bracelet. Oh, yeah, that's the one I was looking at. That's yeah. not the one. I was looking at one on leather. Oh, my God. Yeah, Luminox uses the... Uh, Tritium? The, tube, the tubes as well. There you go. Let me see if this... Let me see if I'm actually right. What is wrong with websites now, man? This thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got Luminox uses the tubes too. Yeah, so um the Black Ops Triple Eight One, kind of like the stereotypical Navy SEAL Luminox mm -hmm. uh uses those tubes on the hands and like the the hour markers. So 
That's so cool, man. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize. I mean, obviously, with like the military history, a lot of these things are military focused. But this P fifty nine line doesn't doesn't I guess seem to seem to look like it. Are they still doing military? Like, are do like do they have contracts, or are they just kind of like doing the tritium tube <laughs> thing and then doing their own watch thing? You think? I have no clue. Um, I'm sure they. I'm sure they still su- supply probably, but you know who knows. Tracer watches are manufactured under the Swiss-made quality label, which is practically meaningless these days, at the brand's headquarters, and I'm going to do my best with this one, guys. Niederwangen? I'll, sh- I'll show you my wangen. <laughs> Listen, Michael, I need a wangen right now. Okay, dude. <laughs> Nieder, Nieder, Niederwangen near Bern, Switzerland. That's the best I got. We have the possibility to say... <laughs> What? I'm not reading the rest. That's stupid. Uh, the Avengers have other... This is pretty interesting, actually. Let's go through some other models here. How do you how do you see this discussion about Tracer evolving? Because I'm, I'm, I'm super into it. I'm way more into it now than I thought I was going to be. So well, this just makes me, This just makes me miss having a watch with tritium tubes. Mm. That's, that's, that's what I feel right now. Well, here's the thing. Is that the biggest draw with Tracer? Tritium? It's a... It's a huge draw, I think. Also, knowing that they're um, they're ba- you're getting it from the company that makes it, so mm. um, it's you're probably see- so. I kind of wonder: Does MB Microtech manufacture the watches for other brands, or do, do they just like ship these tubes out? That's another thing I'm curious about. Because MB Microtech makes Tracer. Do they also manufacture for other brands? Probably, probably not. I don't know. Let's see here. ISO brands, Triolite Tracer. If they do, they're probably, I guess, white labeling it. I don't know. Um, oh yeah. So the only brands on the MB Microtech uh, Triolite and Tracer. Yep, that's it. So they they probably just ship the tubes out. For brands like Luminox and Marathon, yeah. Um, but then those brands have to put the tubes on themselves. Yeah, Interesting. and I'm not sure if there's anything special involved with that, other than making sure that the parts fit. And I guess you just get it on there with an adhesive or something. I don't know. Has don't know. anyone out there ever interacted with tritium tubes? I know we have a bunch of watchmakers uh, and watch techs that listen. Yeah. I'd be super curious to know that. Wow. This I'm, seems like, again, this seems like technology that has not hit the uh, the microbrand uh, world yet. And I kind of wonder if it ever will. It, it's, it, okay, so the public, the people that are buying microbrand watches would fucking love this. It just mm-hmm. needs to make business sense to the people making the watches. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like. Well, I'm, I mean, these Luminox... You know, Luminox is buying from Tracer, for example. They sell this Black Ops for four forty-five. You know, I'm sure the cost is built into into that. <clears throat> that's a good point. That's, that's not a bad. That's not a bad price. I'd like to see a micro brand offer something like that. So Raven would be a great micro brand. Let's just let's just go full hypothetical. Raven would be a so fucking cool. Could be sweet. Would be <laughs> fucking incredible. Uh, if I had a Raven with uh, tritium gas tubes. Um, 
I think Gavox would be a great fit as well. A lot of the designs, especially like my my like like my my my, uh, my roads, my Gavox roads. Can you imagine that thing with tritium tubes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be killer, man. You know. And I also, I also think if you're just a crazy like loom freak, um, you know, you should you should try to like get a watch with at least one watch in your collection with these tritium tubes. Yeah. So Luminox has tritium, Tracer obviously tritium, Marathon. Aren't there some aren't there some omegas with tritium or am I confused? I don't think so. Ball is one that we almost missed. Ball Ball has tritium tubes. Um yeah. I feel like there's a shit ton more I can't think of right now. Yeah, who knows. Um Yeah, Ball that's like and they go crazy with another thing you can just go nuts with the colors apparently so ball a lot of the releases um like they mix and match all these different colors with the tritium you can make it yellow red blue green and shit and so you see all the um a lot of the ball releases have just like crazy colors so that's yeah. another fun option with these tritium tubes but at the same time you can get a ton of colors for super luminova they're just not very popular I think they all have different tolerances for like how much sunlight it needs to get this bright X Y Z because I've seen watches with multiple like colored looms like 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 phosphorant like 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 they need like UV light uh, uh, loom and you know the charging times will be different they'll glow for different amounts of time and everything like that but I'm guessing with the tritium it's probably pretty consistent all around. Ball makes <laughs> ball makes their so <laughs> I'm just I'm on the I'm on the the homepage for ball right now I'm just looking at the first watch that pops up. They make the numerals out of these tubes. So that's kind of cool. Whoa, and, that's cool. And that's that's something I'm sure Tracer does for them. Because uh, if you look at the Arabic, like the the one, um, you know, you have that little like serif, like for for the, the numeral one. Um, that's just not like a plain tube that they glued on there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so Tracer has a lot of cool capability to to make these things incorporate them into their own watches and supply to other brands man let me look at this here i'm just having fun looking at their watches right now <laughs> honestly yeah let's try to get this aurora in you know what watch i don't like most of the watches in this p49 special pro area are those the ones that are like 45 I guess they're, I don't, I don't know how big they are, but the bezels are like chunky. I don't like it. The, what was it? The Outdoor Pioneer? P49 Survivor is one. Survivor. 44 millimeters. Trigger light. Trigger what? Oh, look, they also have, um, have you seen the P fifty nine classic? That looks even more like a, just like a standard issue G ten watch that you'd uh, I don't know get in Vietnam or something. <laughs> oh yeah, this is cool. Type three. There's no branding. You just have the H three with like the little radioactive logo. So they're just like I had on my on my marathon. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. So they're making the tubes. That's that's great. Are they making the cases? Like are they making the you know what I mean? Like uh, that's what I'm curious about. That's a good question. Um that is difficult to say. 
But what we can tell so far is this is sort of like a brand with like really old like history and just like older than you would realize kind of, looking yeah, at the site. Yeah, you know. But their history really really started in the late sixties, um, and then probably gained popularity in the eighties. Uh, showed up in a couple movies, like we were talking about G.I. Jane before. She's oh, yeah. wearing one in the movie. Um, that cop, I, I don't even know what that movie was that they, they called out on their history page. Oh my God, we have to go. And I want to talk about this history page. <laughs> the, Sean, the, the Sean Austin picture. Oh my fucking God. There's so much to unpack. So the movie you're talking So in 2010, the famous Japanese actor Yuji Oda wore the P6500 Type 6 in the police movie called Bayside Shakedown 3. Never saw the first two. Never going to see that one, so whatever. A copy uh, of Rumble in the Bronx. Is that what it was? <laughs> 2016, product placement of Tracer watches in the movie Unleashed with Sean Austin as the leading actor. And so there's a photo they've supplied here of, of Sean Austin's character. Um, and the only way I can describe this photo is that these people randomly bumped into Sean Austin in an alleyway and just snapped a photo of him because he A, looks scared and he's holding a bunch of posters for a lost puppy? <laughs> well, hold on. This just occurred to me. Is that maybe part of the movie? Because if they're filming this movie Unleashed, maybe there's a lost puppy in Unleashed. Oh my gosh. Maybe. Let me see. I'm Googling Unleashed movie. No, not... <clears throat> fucking... Unleashed movie. Movie. Here. Okay. All right. No, not Unleashed with Jet Li. Oh, my fucking God. Listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we're running into the same deal. <laughs> running into... This, here. This has got a 75 on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, Emma, a 30-something app designer who moves to San Francisco after she's betrayed by her boyfriend, Luke. One night, her pets, Ajax and Summit are transformed into two handsome full-grown men who begin to woo her. Okay. Um so the guy the dogs turn into guys who apparently are trying to bang her. Nice. <laughs> it depends on your definition of nice, but um <laughs> I'm going to assume the lost dog posters might be related to this film. Gotcha. Oh, oh I think I found this I found the actual a shot from the actual scene. Okay, yeah. good. This photo makes the- a lot more sense now. <laughs> so, so they did not just ambush Sean Austin when he was trying to find his lost. Dog. I thought he was trying to find his lost Yorkie, <laughs> and this fucker's like, "Oh, let's get a picture with fucking with fucking Sam." He's got uh, his tracer on. He's got his tracer on. Like they've been following him for months, waiting for him to get into like the right lighting while wearing the tracer, and then this is it. Um, I know what I'm watching tonight on Netflix. <laughs> it seems like something that uh, my wife would enjoy. Too funny, man. You can't even tell what fucking watch she's wearing. So this is this is a great case of like a rugged military watch making its way into a, a rom-com, essentially. I mean a great case. I can't think of any other cases <laughs> where a military watch has tried to shoehorn themselves into a rom-com. The film was shot in San Francisco, world premiere 2016. Critical reception, Unleashed received positive reviews from critics. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an 80% rating based on five reviews. 
Frank Sheck of The Hollywood Reporter gave the film a positive review, writing, although it never quite lives up to the satirical possibilities of its high-concept high premise, Unleashed delivers some mildly enjoyable laughs thanks to its engaging female lead and the exuberantly physical performances of her co-stars. Um, so is this why Rob Schneider's The Animal failed? Because <sighs> he wasn't wearing a tracer. <laughs> Rob Schneider's <laughs> The Animal Fail because I guess there was no there was there was an attractive female lead in that in that film. Listen, man, I just have so many questions. <laughs> All right. So was was this a deal that you think this was a deal that was struck between you know the production company and Tracer? Do you think just Sean who, Austin who, likes who, Tracer? Who reached out to who first? The, who? who or was was there a prop master that was just like hey? You gotta wear this tracer. I think what happened, I think the tracer guys were in a room, all right, and they were like, okay, listen, guys, we need something big, okay? We need something (laughs) huge. We gotta get on people's radar. And then someone's like, why don't we get into a movie? Yes, I love it, Jake. A movie. (laughs) Which movie? I'm thinking something Matt Damon, Born Supremacy, maybe something, (laughs) maybe something Vin Diesel y, maybe, you know, what it, well, uh, I heard about this new movie about dogs banging some chick that's coming out. Why don't we put that in the movie? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Off you go. Off you go. Make it happen, Jake. You're a fucking star. <laughs> Jake from a, from marketing. I'm sorry if your name is Jake and you happen to work <laughs> in marketing. Fort Tracer watches. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck this watch got into the movie. Um, or the why they felt so compelled to put it on their website. But, uh... Maybe Sean Austin is just the watch guy. Okay, I'm going to type in Sean Austin Tracer. I don't think he's a watch guy. He was in Stranger Things. Now we're just talking about Sean Austin. Now we're talking about Sean Austin, which is fine. <laughs> well, in Stranger Things, he wore that. Well, what was it? Was it that Casio? He probably had a Casio. How the fuck do you spell? Oh, Sean Aston watches. <clears throat> I'll still say Aston. <laughs> No, I don't want to watch Sean Austin films. I'm... Google, just show me his fucking. Okay, I'm just gonna type He has a diesel. It looks like he has a diesel watch in some kind of movie with some good screen time. All right. I understand. Tracer watches. Yes, I'm aware of that. Maybe I... he's not a watch guy. He might not be a watch guy. So, well, I mean. Encino Man. What's he wearing in Encino Man? That's totally a calculator watch. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Gustavus. Sorry. Um, that's great. Here, we're getting very distracted. I, I think the big takeaway uh, from me and just the Tracer watch discussion is that obviously the huge draw is the tritium tubes. Um, in addition to that, there's military history you know, as well. But I think the falling or the failing that we see with a lot of brands that are in a very similar sort of boat, you know, military history, have a particular cool niche on something horological. They don't really know how to get themselves out there or they don't care to. I think the huge opportunity here is for Tracer to somehow get into not the micro brand market, but to position themselves as like, a boutique watch in, in the same way that we see a lot of what we would call like boutique brands just because dude these things are fucking affordable you know yeah 
Yeah. Like you can <clears throat> like like I could totally see the a tracer of wind up. You know? Yeah, I just um I don't know, who knows? Maybe maybe a, maybe the tubes are like a bigger part of their business. If maybe that's, they if that's the case, maybe they still supply for a lot of um yeah. you know, research applications. They might even still be doing that. Who knows? Possible. If that's the case, I would love to see the tritium, like tritium tubes, start making their way in like micro brands. I can barely find any photos of this guy wearing a watch. I just like Google imaged John Austin. Yeah. No watches. Anyway, <clears throat> a cool brand that I think is uh, is a great option if you're into that sort of rugged look. Maybe the Luminox is a little bit too much or like um, too focused on one kind of design which yeah. is what i've always felt with with luminox and that's fine if you're if you're looking for that but you get a little more variety with tracer from what i can tell and um yeah you're getting that tritium tube technology from the source so that's a that's a pretty pretty good proposition i think i, I also thought they were way more expensive same here but then reason. yeah but then we start looking at them hold on does i just found this does borealis use tritium Borealis. I don't think so. They're that brand that makes like Seamaster homages. Seamaster homages. They have some other stuff. Dude, they have tritium tubes. Oh, do they? If you've Which been one? spending this entire episode yelling, Borealis, Borealis, <laughs> we heard you, guys. We made it. Borealis Scout Sniper, 300mm NH35. Tritium MB Microtech tubes, three hundred fifty bucks sold out. Is wow. it a field? Is it a field watch? It's a diver. It's a diver. Can we type watch. in Borealis Tritium? That's incredible. I only see the Navale, the Elite. It might not be. I, I had to Google it. It I, it sold uh, out, so they probably took it off of their like um uh like their main like navigation and i'm only seeing it sniper in this scout in this yeah. yeah scout sniper sniper scout whatever it's called i'm only ever seeing it here so maybe they tried it and it just didn't work out yo dog this looks like a rebranded marathon i'm sorry borealis <laughs> is that what they did i mean they might have <laughs> like I, I like borealis but i i just feel like that's what happened here Man. They asked Marathon to like print some dials like this. <laughs> Listen, man, can we send you like 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 a one megabyte JPEG of our logo, and can you just like stencil that shit? It's like if watches? we made a TBWS wine with like barefoot. <laughs> like they just stuck a <laughs> just, just just put a sticker on the Teespring. Now, I don't think you can do that. You can't put your own product. Speaking on of Teespring. the speaking of the Teespring. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to check out TBWS, like a TBWS mug or TBWS shirt, check out the Teespring store. It's like teespring.com slash stores, slash store, slash two book watch knobs, all separate words with dashes. Um, I'll put the link in there. No, no uh, wine yet. There's no wine. We're working on that. <laughs> and that's and that's how Kaz and Mike finally bought AP Offshore Divers. I started selling wine with, 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 with Merlot I made in my toilet. <laughs> prison merlot dude <laughs> oh bad telling you man good it, stuff i like i like this episode i had a good time did I you have a good time I, I always have a good time with baby you know that i'm just trying to figure out if 
there were any other micro brands using tritium. Man, that's crazy. So yeah, it looks like Borealis tried it once and then said, fuck this shit. <laughs> and they just noped out. Deep Blue? Does Deep Blue use tritium? Oh man, I can see that that dude. Stan the man, dude. S sticking some tubes in his watches. That guy was great. We met him in Hong <laughs> Kong. Tritium, yes! Deep Blue oh, watches. So there we go. Tritium I still, I still wear my deep blue shirt uh, to sleep sometimes. Oh my god, it, do you really? <laughs> and it glows. It, the back glows and my wife is like, what, your, show's, your shirt's glowing? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, orange and blue tritium tubes in the Daylight Blue T100 Tritium. So we've seen, uh, yeah, we've seen Tracer not only um, kind of offer a ton of different models, we, all, we also see MB Microtech supplying these tubes to big and smaller brands so if you spent this entire episode yelling deplo deplo this we is why we you. gotta take this is why we gotta take calls man we gotta get on like oh, public my, access radio that's my dream my dream <laughs> is to do this show and take calls live <laughs> on air you know yeah ah oh, man let's let's do this if you guys know of any other micro brands that use tritium tubes that we just fucking can't remember right now definitely let us know this is like for me this is super fascinating um i'm surprised this hasn't broken into more uh yeah. like just use um in in, in the micro brand world so far i see that it's deep blue excuse me and fucking um borealis um in addition to that super excited to hear any other ideas also if you are if you know more about tracer watches than we do which is 100% possible uh, <laughs> let us know your thoughts um, you know it's always fun doing these watch brands we know nothing about because Michael and I basically learn in real time about a watch brand that we think is super cool that's worth knowing more about and that's doing something pretty you know noteworthy in my opinion in in uh, in neurology and so in this case definitely trace your watches this, these tritium tubes are super super cool well, actually, I, I take it back MB Microtech right yeah MB Microtech the doing one. those tritium tubes also doing uh, tracer watches i want to try and get this aurora gmt whatever the fuck it's called where is it where is it <clears throat> yeah i don't see why not maybe we can just uh review it and give it away maybe i'm keeping it, <laughs> keeping it. you have you have enough watches i do p60 oh i lost it what's going on tracer aurora GMT. Blue. There it is. Oh, we can get it on Amazon. Oh, that's, can... that's that's attractive. Yeah. Oh, no. Available from these sellers. What a, uh, let, what a letdown. Man, super, oh, super cool. Um, let us know your thoughts on this week's show. Let us know your thoughts if you have any additional insight on Tracer. T-R-A-S-E-R. -S -S I, keep, I keep writing it with a C. Um, you can hit us up uh, online uh, or at Instagram at Two Broke Watch Knobs, or you can email us, uh, which is probably not the fastest way to get a hold of us right now because we are a little. What's the word? What's the word more alarming than backlogged? Bad at our jobs. 
that's not indicative of what I'm trying to elicit. Yes, but okay, yes. Well, but no. Well, yeah. It's very difficult for us to keep up on emails because we get a shit ton of them. Um, you can DM us on Instagram, which is also a bit of a the intern. Bug. The interns are revolting. The interns are revolting. We stopped buying them instant coffee. Um, you know, we've turned off the AC. We're trying to save money, guys. All right? And the interns, you know, the interns are fucking organizing. Okay? They're talking. They're sitting closer to each other. It's more of an us versus them situation. It's it's fucking all hands on deck over here, guys. All right. What are we talking about? You can hit us up at uh, uh, twobookwashknobs.com. Um, leave comments. Email us. You can email us at tbws.contact at gmail.com. That email again is tbws.contact at gmail.com. Um, it's been a pretty fun episode. Just, just out of curiosity, what are some other... Watch brand we know nothing about episodes that we have done. You know, I think um Um I think it might be time to do like another crazy pricey brand. Like a bigger one. I don't know. I don't know much about AP, but I really like that brand. We could do AP. I mean how okay, so previous previous actually we've done a few expensive brands. Grand Seiko. Grand Seiko is a pricey one. Grand Seiko right, we so did. we did I think well hold on. Fuck my browser. We've done Frank Mueller. We've done Ublo. We've done Damasco. We've done Creedor. Creedor was uh, was probably was probably what you're thinking of. Uh, okay. Uh, we've done Citizen. We've done Mido or Mido. Mido. Uh, we've done Rado. Um, and that was it. Oh, yeah, Rado. Wow, wow. Rado was the first one. That's crazy. So episode. So so episode one forty nine part nine of Watch Brands. We know nothing about. Tracer watches. Keep an eye out. I'm gonna try and get some of these things in for review. Um, share your thoughts. If you actually, if you own a tracer watch, share your thoughts with us. Tag us in your photos. I want to see what these things look like. I want to see, um, you know, people's experiences. You know, how they are with them and everything like that. Actually, you know what's funny, Mark Signorelli. If you've been yelling at us this whole time, I think he, mm-hmm. I think he has one. <laughs> so a lot of, a lot of yelling at us uh, this show. That's not it's not a TBWS show unless someone's yelling at us, putting their foot into their car stereo. You fucking cocksuckers! Tracer rockers! You know what I'm saying? So, so um, yeah, man. I guess, ah, uh, I guess it's time. Really, really cool episode. It's fun. It's fun to talk about that tiger concept at the start of the show. I think we should do something with the alpha. Um, really cool to hear that you're wearing it. I'm wearing this Invicta Pro Diver. Keep an eye out. I might get the two-tone one with the Mickey Mouse on the fucking dial soon. Hell yeah. We'll see. Um, this is a tough show to recap. I think I think we've done the recap. Okay. Let's, <laughs> I think that's let's, it. let's do this. Is it is it that sad time? It's that sad time. But I, I, as always with, with these um, learn-as-you-go episodes... I'm eager to hear from from everyone. I always uh, I, I love learning so much from you guys after we do one of these watch brands or another thing about because we always get like an e, like emails or DMs from people who are super knowledgeable and they're just like oh yeah you know it's X Y Z blah 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 so like that's for me like selfishly that's the best part of watch brands we know nothing about so I'm really excited to learn from you guys on our on our episode about on on, on tracers so uh, here man let's 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 do it you want to start it and then I'll I'll close this out. Yeah, it's been a fun time. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. This is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later. Later.